Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful evening of November 22nd, 2021, and season three of Beard Force One. So, Seth, my man, you know, before we get started, because, you know, the holidays are upon us, um, I just wanted, I did some fact checking, and just to clarify some things, uh, because, you know, last week we talked about... uh, Halloween movie and how you know uh, Michael Myers may or may not like why he won't die and stuff like that so it is confirmed uh, from my sources that Michael Myers is indeed immortal ah okay well this makes sense because it's like he never dies so does, does this mean in all our Mike Myers versus pretty much Everyone, Mike Myers inevitably wins. I th- yes. Except I feel like there should be a caveat to that to when he faces off other immortals, such as Jason. So, yeah, I mean, it would be like a nonstop battle. So the only way to, like, beat him would be to, like, trap him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like right. a like an unbreakable box or something like that. Well, like like Jason was kind of like, you know, I I know you didn't see like Jason where he go went up into the freaking spaceship and all right. that, but uh, he was he was like trapped in a cryogenic chamber when they found him. Right, right, right. And then like something happened, the malfunction on the ship, and then yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they were reaching for that one. I promise you that. Well, do you remember the laser machete in that one? That was no. ridiculous. I, I'm telling I didn't even see that one. That's how I was like I was like, no, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to watch it. So um, but yeah, he was um he was um pretty much cursed by a tribe that made him immortal and he had to kill his whole family to secure his immortality and that's why essentially why he um you know killed his whole family so well speaking of things we're thankful for (laughs) (laughs) merry christmas happy holidays (laughs) yeah halloween's over mahalik it was like a month ago jeez um i'm never letting it go i'm never letting it go (laughs) Nope, but yeah, no, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Um, and, you know, this week with, you know, just to kind of, because, you know, we always try to do something special for you guys on the holidays, um, especially like the major ones. Um, we want to talk about like something that we're thankful for <laughs> this this year. Yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to hit in the fields here. Get right in, in the, the feelings. F- right in the feels. Right in the feels. Right in the feels. 
Yeah, well, Mahalik, why don't you start first? It was your idea. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I would just have to say that I'm I'm thankful for um all the support that I've had as a veteran. Um you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are you know, they say that they're they're here for veterans and they're saying that they're you know, they're here for people transitioning out of the army and things things of that nature. Um but there are also a lot of organizations that are actually doing things. Mm-hmm. Um and, and actually like making moves for veterans. So I'm just I'm I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the help that I've had this year. I think if it wasn't for a lot of people out there that um I feel like I wouldn't be where I where I am like with retirement. And just being able to like live, you know, my life how I want to live it. You know what I mean? So Dude, I I I hear that, man. It's like you know, you get some of these organizations that are out there, it's like you you start talking to people in them and it's like you you can tell the like the love is there, you know what I mean? Right. It's it's like that it, it's such like a pure thing. It's just some someone helping out another person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. But uh you know, not to sound cliche, but I, I'm just extremely thankful for uh you know, great friends and great family this year is it's like just being able to talk to you doing this stuff is I've always had fun with this and Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, no, it's been it's been it's been a good year. Like just like considering everything that's um going on with everything. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just been crazy. Like things are getting better, yes, but they're still like you know, a lot, we still have like a a ways to go. And now, you know, we're dealing with, um, the job shortages and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's just, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful and I'm thankful for, like I said, um, I'm grateful for like everything. So, yeah, it's, well, it's when you have, great family and good friends and you know you just have a really good support system in that that's always great and you know good bourbon too i tell you what it's like (laughs) yeah and we will definitely touch on the bourbon Um, oh yeah for sure but uh yeah it's you know it's that's what we're thankful for and we're getting right for Thanksgiving. I always think it's kind of important to touch on that. Yeah. But now down to the nitty gritty, Mahalik favorite Thanksgiving dish. Mm, Talking about the food. Yeah. Don't comp out and say cranberry sauce. No one likes that. We'll know, we'll know you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Um, yeah, I mean, I would have to say, um, when somebody brings like a good macaroni and cheese, mm. 
but oh, not yeah. like any mac when they like throw the extra cheese in there and they throw like the breadcrumbs on top oh yeah the, like the kind they actually like bake like it comes in a yeah. casserole dish yes yes yeah you know? those that's that's my jam that's like my go-to i'm getting like three scoops of that oh yeah like you can tell they took the time like there's like four or five different types of cheeses in there and they sprinkle yeah. the top with like Ritz crackers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like you, you, you scoop in and you go to scoop out and it's literally like just pulling cheese from the container, you know? Oh you yeah. Get that like, nice cheese stretch, like stretch, like, yeah. a, like a bit mozzarella right there. Like off a right. pizza. Right. That's, that's my jam. That's my go-to is the, is a good Mac and cheese. Oh, that's awesome. Me, I'm a I'm a stuffing guy. Stuffing. I Oh yeah. Like if you have a good stuffing, like with sausage in it. Oh sausage. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, you gotta put sausage in the stuffing, you know. That turkey's too little too lean, you know, to get good fat <laughs> off it. You gotta put some nice pork sausage in a stuffing. I'm telling you. Okay. And for all you ladies out there or men that make that do the Thanksgiving meal, I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. Put some pork sausage in the stuffing. Everyone will be grateful. I've never even like heard of that. Is that like a thing where you're from or is that like, well, it's, it kind of is like, it kind of reminds me of a funny story uh, about one of the Thanksgivings we had up at my dad's 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 mom's. So my grandma, uh, she, my mom herself would make homemade stuffing, okay. homemade dressing, like bread and chop up all the little garnishes and everything in it. Well, grandma one year just made stove top and put sausage in it. And we all kind of said like, well, grandma's was pretty good. It had sausage. In it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the, the look on like mom's face, like I'm just not gonna make that anymore. But it's like her stuffing's really good, and now mom's put sausage in her stuffing, and it's fantastic. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it was definitely probably like one of those things. It's like oh, somebody go get grandma. She's done lost her mind. <laughs> oh yeah, and so it was like mom's like it's stovetop, <laughs> and she just put sausage in it. <laughs> 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 oh man she started drinking early and was like yeah this is gonna be a good idea <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now i love grandma was a good cook like well her thing was like she wasn't good at cooking like some meats it was a little heavily like welsh influenced but like her baking was phenomenal because like she would right. she would just cook things to death like like it was still good but she just overcooked stuff Except yeah. when it came to baking. But, you know, that's what a lot of people did, you know, during the Depression. You know, they couldn't trust that DA, so they just overcooked things to make sure it was safe to eat. Right, right. And you kind of get used to cooking that way and then. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, it, 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 it makes sense, man. It makes sense. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be back right after this. Hey guys, welcome back. So right before the break, we were just talking about Thanksgiving and uh, some things that we were thankful for and some of our favorite dishes. Now, okay, 
if we're going to do our favorite dishes, you know we have to do our least favorite dish. Something that you're like, you're borderline rude because you're turning your nose up to it. Oh. What is your your choice? That's tough. I think it depends on who's making the dish. Oh, man. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like... No, no, no. I get it. You get like that one family member that like offers to make like green beans one year and they don't put ham in it. So it's just like, or like, cause like where I'm from, we like our green beans like cooked to death with ham. So like okay. a lot of ham juices in the green beans. And it's yeah, very I can see that. I can see that. And it's like, I also don't mind a green bean casserole too. Like a no. classic, you know, Campbell's cream of mushroom. Oh, I love that's that it. stuff. That's the one. That's, that's, that's my, that's my no go. That's your no go cream you bean that, casserole. <laughs> you bring you bring that. I'm not like it's not happening. I'm not even touching it. I'm just gonna skip you. I'm just gonna skip you in line because that's how much I don't <laughs> like it. I, I feel like if you're putting it on your plate, you deserve to get skipped. Mahal, <laughs> <laughs> eat your vegetables. No, never. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. Uh, you're like, you're just like. Stop serving me the food my food eats. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. Like green bean casserole, like that's the it's one with delicious. the that's, that's the delicious. one with the noodle-looking stuff, right? And it's like runny, and it's like yeah, with the French's, like yeah, no, that's it. Onions that's on the, top. That's, that's, the, that's one. the one for that's the one for it. Jeez. Well, yeah, an... I I think for me. It'd be whoever, like, you get, like, that one person that wants to bring a salad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, you have so many great options, like corn, you know, you can make cream corn or, you know, then good green beans. Like, I'll be honest, I'll take cranberry sauce over salad. That's really? that's how much I, I. Well, it's like if it's a good set, like if it's a Caesar, that, that would be like tied with cranberry sauce. And you're the one telling me to eat my vegetables. <laughs> yeah, because you're like discarding the good ones, the green beans. <laughs> Mahalik, I'm not like lettuce. Okay, lettuce no, is a lazy vegetable. I will put green beans on my plate, even with the ham. Like that sounds delicious. Yeah. But you're gonna put it in like you're gonna put green beans with this runny soup, like hundred percent every time over salad. No. Oh my! <laughs> it's not even a question because <laughs> those green beans have flavor, Mahalik. Flavor. So if anybody's um, interested in joining the show, um, I'm taking applications. <laughs> oh. Over this, honestly, I thought it'd be over the ageism stuff, but okay. <laughs> no, you're good, man. You ain't going nowhere. No, but uh, that's awesome, though. Though, I just, I don't know, man. Ever since I, I just, I've always been a good big texture guy. Like uh, texture is like every like mushrooms, for example, right? Right. Um, mushrooms are weird. I don't understand them. Uh, they're crunchy. And slimy and bland all at the same time. 
Like, I'm, I'm curious what you mean. You don't understand them. Like they're they're a fungus. You know, they just they just grow off of decaying stuff. Yeah, but people are like, oh my god, mushrooms. I can't. I can't. I can. I can, like, I can get that. I can get that because like you get like you get some of those weird people that are like those like those really big mushrooms that they're like it's mushroom steak i'm like no no that's that's a mushroom that's not a steak <laughs> a steak goes moo you know <laughs> you're just eating a mushroom and pretending that it's something else like I mean, I'll, maybe- I'll accept anything other than a mushroom as a steak like i'll i'll be like deer steak that's a thing pork steak heck <laughs> i bet you you could even find a steak on a chicken Right, like <laughs> God forbid, show me the part of the mushroom that's a steak. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's one of those things. Somebody's um, parents were like, "Hey, you mean you never heard of mushroom steak? Oh, oh. it's the be- it's the best kind of steak. <laughs> like tr- like tricking them into, you know, like." <laughs> Those are like the like the weird vegan parents, you know. Yeah. Like you go over to their house and it kind of smells. Like those are the kinds of people that own ferrets. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? Like when you're a kid and you go to your like your, one of your friends from school's house and you're like, "Oh, it's the vegan kid's house." <laughs> this is the the mushroom steak kid. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. why they only bring spaghetti to everything and <laughs> not have meatballs. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's – okay, so that's good to know. Let's see where we where we, where we we stand on that. Oh, yeah. Now, question, Mahalik. Yes. I, I think I, I was a little too harsh on cranberries because I should, I should defer that there are – the cranberries that come in a can that are shaped like a can when you put it on the plate. <laughs> yeah, and then you just slice it up. You slice it up. That is not cranberry sauce. And that's what I despise more than actual cranberries. I like I like the cranberries more than that. You know what I mean? Like because you can right. put you can dress up cranberries a bit with like putting like some some like walnuts or pecans in there. You know, get a little crunch in that and you still get that nice sour. Right, but uh, whoever thought to gelatinize cranberries and put it in a cans? That's yeah. They they're they're probably hanging out with the people that like thought that mush cream of mushroom soup goes with uh, green beans. You bite your tongue, sir. I feel like I'm just saying I feel like that's like a dish somebody that like was like really broke was like hmm all I got is cream of mushroom green beans and onion french fries sliver things for your crunchies. Oh yeah, yeah. this well, this that's could how work. All casseroles this could work. work. That's all how all casseroles were made, Mahalik, cuz someone was broke. Yeah, and just threw it together and it like You think mac and it... cheese casserole was like someone was like Oh, I'm gonna make this. It's gonna be fantastic. Yes, it turned out being fantastic. <laughs> but like, you ever hear someone making like a tuna fish casserole? Yeah, I've never had a tuna fish casserole, but oh, I they're know ama- I they're they're amazing. Really? Yes. 
especially if you get somebody in them. It's one of those things, like, it has to be somebody that knows what they're doing. You can't just, no, just anybody can just throw get throw together a tuna, tuna fish casserole. I, I don't think I would, I don't think I would eat it. No. Do you like, do you like tuna fish? Yeah, I like, I like tuna. You know, I like tuna fish. I, I hate it when it's like already baked from the can though. You know? Like I'll yeah. eat it, I'll eat it kind of like fresh. Okay. But it's like yeah, you get like so... a thing of bubble bee tuna in a can. I'm like, that's cat food. <laughs> You know, what I mean, oh, so, some, so you're the they get, you're the they get those horrendous people that put like globs of mayonnaise on it. I'm just like, no. Okay. What's? <laughs> I guess we'll disagree to disagree on this one. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll have to, Mahalik. I don't know if our friendship could last. <laughs> <laughs> the strain, the strain of of Thanksgiving, um, has 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 reached its. It's reared its ugly head onto the oh, show. Oh yeah, you know, Mahalik, I'm no longer thankful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, we got a um segment that we do for you guys, and you know it as getting to the beard of the problem. Oh yeah. Um, it's a segment where, you know, we try to give you good advice, um, whether or not it's, or whether it's, uh, grooming or shaping or just products that we have tried or read about in the past, um, and bring, bring that to the table. So let's get right uh, to the beard of the issue here. Beard of the issue. Now we got a bonus, uh, add on, uh, so this will be beards and bourbon. So oh, Seth, yeah. why don't you tell us about your your bourbon that you've uh, gotten to enjoy recently? Oof, I have a heavy recommendation on Old Ezra. Okay. Age seven years from the Lux Road Distillers. Now, and I'm I'm, I'm assuming you can uh, you can purchase this online. I'd assume so. I went straight to the distillery to get this. Oh wow! Okay, all the way in Kentucky. Nice. Very nice. I tell you what, I've had some good bourbons. Old Ezra. My I might might be on a little bit of a old Ezra kick, as you would say. But uh I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty expensive bourbon. Okay. It was like seventy five dollars from the distiller. Wow. See, I don't I don't think I've ever been uh, had a bourbon. I'm not a huge, um, no, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not a huge whiskey guy. Um, I, you know, usually mix my stuff, you know, with Coke or juice or whatever. Um, uh, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, bourbon is, is meant to be drank, uh, straight, correct? Well, it depends. Me, I okay. prefer mine on ice. Right. To unlock it unlocks a little more flavor as the ice melts. It creates a little water in the glass and it get a little more flavor. And if you have a really strong bourbon, it it cools it down a bit to negate some of the harsher tones of the flavors. Okay. Yeah, no, great. I mean, 
I, I've always wanted to try a good bourbon, but it's one of those things I'm afraid to spend $70 on a bottle, and then I try it once, and I'm like, yeah, no, this isn't going to work. And then I'm out $70. Well, when you come out, we'll go on the bourbon trail together. Okay, sounds good. We'll, we'll try it, and I'll we'll yeah. give, it a, give it a shot. Also, before I forget, like, You've had like Maker's Mark before, right? Yes, I wasn't a huge fan. Okay, just want to let you know, then you've had bourbon. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I wasn't a huge fan of Maker's Mark. Now, I'm presuming that Maker's Mark is probably like the cheaper end of bourbon. It's it's kind of in the middle. Okay. I You can get real cheap with it, but you're kind of getting to your blends and you're just at that point, it's almost like you're just getting into American whiskeys in general. Because uh, there are certain aspects that make a bourbon a bourbon. Okay. Um, you know, such as some places like, um, I believe, Maker's Marks, they filter through charcoal. Okay. Um, only true bourbons come from Kentucky. Because of the... Uh, is this like an unbiased? Is this an unbiased opinion, or is this like a a fact? Pretty much a fact. It's it's the water. Okay. Because there's a lot of limestone in Kentucky, mm, and a lot okay. of the areas where they uh, do all the distilling. Right. And it creates a perfor uh, a better pH balance for the water when they distill it. Mm. You know. Awesome. Good to know. So I'm a, I'm going to ask. Uh, Maker's Mark is not from Kentucky. It is. It is okay. So it's it's a true bourbon. Uh, one interesting thing about Maker's Mark, though, as compared to other distilleries, it's farther away from all the other distilleries because mm. it's it's a newer uh, brand of bourbon, considering. You know, I think it's like. It's definitely not a hundred years old. It's probably around maybe like eighty years old. Oh, okay. Um, because the reason they're farther away is because they were able to pipe all their water to their distillery, right? As composed to other older brands, where they put their distillery where the water was at. Okay, kind of like, oh, this is gonna be a good spot for us to to do this. Let's build. Let's build here. Right now, that is to my knowledge. This is what okay. I've heard from my friend who is in the bourbon aficionado. Okay, all right. So you know, take that so, for what it is. I recommend everyone do their own research. Yeah, for sure. And the, the you know, this is what we've said this before. You know, we give you guys information um, based off of our research and our our investigation if you will but we also encourage highly encourage people to do their own research and just to almost like a challenge too for you to learn um something or learn something different you know what i mean so that way everyone's well informed instead of just listening to what you know one person has to say so awesome well thank you for that 
Yeah, so my beard tip um, is, I would say it's a rather simple one for this week, but it is something that I never really considered until someone taught me it, and that is uh, training your beard. Hmm. Dude, so, does your beard do tricks, Malik? <laughs> yeah, it curls up and it hides. Um, <laughs> so my my hair likes to grow, and when it gets long, it likes to curl. Um, my uh, head, my hair on my head does the same thing. Um, and I don't know necessarily why. I guess just just the way it is or whatever. But um, a good tip is to take you know to always take the hair and get a good brush and literally comb it or brush it to where it's straight especially when you're trying to to grow the underneath your chin and you're trying to get that to to come out and be the same length because that's what's going to get the the good full um look of a beard is is the hair underneath your chin um you know, because a lot of people, a lot of people will grow a beard and it'll kind of be like, they'll kind of stop where their chin grow, goes. Um, and then they'll just kind of like let everything else just kind of do what, what it will. Um, okay. In my opinion, I feel like that's where a lot of the shape comes from is the underneath of, of the beard. Um so, but yeah, you just literally just take it and every, every morning when you're, when you're brushing it or combing it, you just want to take it and pull it straight and then brush it or comb it straight. And you can train your, your beard hair, just like you can train the hair on your head. Oh, okay. That's like the, the, where I'm, what I'm getting at. That's like my point or whatever. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've, I've done it. I've been doing it for like a couple weeks now and I've already noticed like a huge difference. Just the way like it looks, it's much fuller um, looking. Uh, it is easier to um, maintain and sh shape and, um, you know, I'm not going to say design. That's not the right word. But um, when you're trying to like, you know, get it to fall right. So it looks good in the morning. It's much easier if you if you train your your hair. So. That's cool. Oh, it's like that. That makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like I always think of it. I don't know if you ever parted your hair, Mahalik, but if you always just part it like the one way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then eventually, like, you just kind of starts falling in that direction yep yeah so with this what happens is um essentially is you train it to, to be straight and then once it continues to grow it'll grow straight that's very instead, interesting instead of growing like in a curled up knot underneath my chin so well all right. I'm guessing that's all the time we have right now. This is this is some great information we received tonight, and uh, we learned that Mahalik does not like to eat his vegetables. 
So. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, guys, thanks for joining us tonight, and we'll see you on the next one. all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty